0: And welcome to the Yarn Thing podcast. With our our host, the Yarn Thing podcast live every Tuesday and Thursday morning at 10 o'clock Mountain Time. That's 12 o'clock on the East Coast, 9 o'clock on the West Coast, and 11 o'clock in the Midwest. If you are joining us live for the broadcast, if you want to join us live for the broadcast, Google what time 10 o'clock Mountain Time is. For you who live in Virginia, Colorado can come and join fun there is a live broadcast of the behind the scenes of each podcast since about the middle of last year and that can be found on facebook.com forward slash marley bird it's just marley bird Facebook page, guys so if you join it up here there's all these wonderful people who have uh joined us in these um Facebook Live. I don't want to call them groups. That's not what it is. The Facebook Lives, we're all together. There's just wonderful people there asking questions and just having a genuinely good time. And it's just a lot of fun lot to of have fun. everybody over here joining me. It's uh, pretty darn cool. Uh, let's say thank you to our sponsors Buffalo Wool Company, Creative Bug, Erin Lane Bags, Craftsy.com, Stitches.events, and last but not least, Red Heart Yarns, the proud national. Books for you can learn more about my sponsors by visiting com and clicking on the sponsor menu, and you'll get a direct link to each one of them. Please go to them, say hello, and thank them for sponsoring your favorite podcast. I have one of my favorite people in the entire world on the show today, and I am lucky enough to not only call her a but call her a friend, and uh, sometimes really, Laura Lee Heltman is one of the nicest most genuinely kind people I've ever met and you want to talk about talented she is amazing her ability to teach skills and break things down in knitting that are biteable and digestible and just just perfect art she's amazing at what she does and then the the different designs that she puts together using these skills are just equally amazing, and I'm excited to talk to Loralee about her new venture into uh, sort of a retreat, the way I understand it, and so I'm excited about that, and I hope all of you are too, and uh, so let's welcome Loralee Beltman to the podcast. Let me get Loralee on here. Hello, Loralee. How are you?
1: I'm doing great. You shouldn't embarrass your guests before the talk. Oh.
0: Oh, how am I embarrassing you?
1: <laughs> I just don't
0: I'm blushing a little bit. Hey, I need to make sure that you can hear me okay why we're having some issues. Is it okay? I can hear you, but I'm getting some bleeps like it it keeps going like <laughs>
1: uh me too. I'm not sure why um yeah. do you, does everybody- this
0: this is new. This has never happened before. You gotta love live radio, right? So I've I've yeah. never heard that sound before. <laughs>
1: oh well, you're you're very welcome. I'm sure it's me. <laughs> you know, <Okay>. I mean. <laughs> We'll press on and I'll take guidance from
0: you, okay? Okay. All right. We'll do the all best right. we can. I mean, if it gets way too annoying, maybe, um, maybe we'll figure we'll figure out we'll figure it all out. But um, I'll ask the Facebook Live people. Oh my gosh, it keeps ending. My Facebook Live keeps ending too. It could be maybe our internet is acting funny over here for whatever reason. It seemed like everything okay. was okay. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We'll just keep going, Lauralee. We're good. Okay. I got you here. We will figure okay. this all out. Did I lose you? No. All right. Yeah. What is that noise? How weird is that? All right. Well, I'm gonna do this. Um, first off, how are you? I feel like I haven't seen you in ages.
1: No, we haven't run into each other at many events lately, have we? Or we've no. like passed each other swiftly in a hallway, and that's about it. That's um, exactly. No, we've been- We've been good. We um, it's been a it's been a nice spring, and uh, I'm in a little period of time where I'm not rushing off every weekend to show. So I really enjoy that, and it's really timed well for being in the yard and outside. So yeah, I'm happy. We're doing fine.
0: That is great. That is great. Yeah, it's I miss you when I'm at these events and I don't see your smiley face. Like it's just like where is she? Where is she? Um, but I know <laughs> I know you're keeping busy and you're living in one of my favorite places in all of the United States. Um, but I, it's been like super rainy up there. I know I'm i literally talking about the weather. I get that, but it's fascinating.
1: It, you know the weather the weather is it is what it is. And we had an especially cold, rainy winter here in Seattle. And um, I'm north of downtown Seattle by about eleven miles or so. And you know once summer comes, you forget. You know it's like giving birth. Well, you have another baby. It's, <laughs> <you> just, <laughs> summer comes and you forget the winter and you're ready for another one. So it's okay. It so, works out.
0: That is so cool. Is so cool.
1: Well, uh, because there are some people who
0: might not know very much about you, Laura Lee, let's give them a brief history of you and coming into the yarn industry. Let's jump in about, with your yarn store. Yeah,
1: 2005. Um, wow. I Yeah, I opened a yarn shop in 2005 after two years of – Working in, um, you know, I bought the business um, business plan for Dummies book, and uh-huh. I wrote, you know, I spent a lot of time in spreadsheets and marketing plans and did all that homework first, and determined that my idea of putting a yarn shop where I wanted to put was viable. I was not one of these people who was a rare knitter at the time. Um, I just thought this thing had to be done and somebody should do it, and darn it, nobody keeps doing it, so I may as well do it, and. <laughs> um, yeah, we had, it was then that I became a more rabid knitter. And frankly, it's because of, you know, people in community. I, I love yarn. I love knitting. I love techniques. But what fuels me are people. And yeah. um, I think the shop, I don't know if anybody's listening from the shop, but I still hear, even though we closed in 2010, I still hear from people who say that that was a meaningful time in their life. It's pretty cool. It doesn't shock
0: me. It doesn't shock me. I mean, if there's a good shop, it totally reminds me of the TV show Cheers, where it's the place everybody wants to go. And you you just create a new community, a new family there. I know that's what happened with me. Totally true. Yeah. Very cool.
1: And your your listeners know what we're talking about. Absolutely. (laughs)
0: Absolutely. Well, since then, we opened your shop, and you, obviously, you were teaching there and doing um, all the shop things that you do. When was it you became interested in doing more of the the design side and the teaching side on the national level?
1: Well, first of all, I had um, five part-time employees, so between all of us, all the bases were covered. Um, We had some really knowledgeable knitting and crochet people, Um, and so... I didn't have to know everything all at once, which was, which was heartening, right? Um, I started designing a few little patterns here and there, mostly just to make sure whatever yarn we bought would sell, right? Huh? Yeah. Uh, yeah, and um, enjoyed that, but it was new to me at that time. I really liked teaching in the shop, and we were at the shop where if somebody came in with a question, we would help them and answer it. We would not make them enlist in a class or withhold information. We were very sherry about that because it's rewarding to see people go from not knowing something to knowing something, and it's not hard, and it's just fun. So I, I like teaching.
0: Uh huh. And you're really good at um, it. Like, you're really good at it.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That's very sweet. I do like it. I try hard. But, um, but in terms of, like, the history, um, the first time I – Outside of my shop, where well, there was a little event in Michigan, um Knit Michigan, which was a fundraiser Detroit. I taught there. But the first time outside of my shop on a bigger scale was the Sock Summit in 2009, if you can believe that. Yeah, um, that was yeah. awesome. Yeah, and if you wonder, like, how I get from a Grand Rapids shop to teaching Sock Summit, um, again, I rel- relied on... Helpful, kind people in the knitting industry. So um, I think it was about 2000, must have been 2008. We had a succession of great teachers come to the store. One fall we had Cookie A and Jared Flood and Kat Bordy come like a month apart. Wow. Oh, it was so fun. And Kat Bordy, this is the first time I really met her Well, besides taking a class from her, she loved the shop, and she liked Uh some of the things I was doing with this vertical stranding bit, and she said, oh, that would be perfect at this thing that I know about that's happening, and she introduced me then to Stephanie uh, Pearl McPhee and Tina Newton, who were heading that thing up, and so I submitted and was selected to teach there, so I felt pretty darn lucky, right?
0: Oh my gosh, that is that is awesome! And you're you, there, she's absolutely correct. The stranded knitting that you were doing, the vertical stranded knitting, is amazing.
1: It's it's fun. It's not hard for people to do. Everybody who signs up for the class can do it, and um, it's really fun. Usually in a in a big class of you know twenty four people or so, you know how it is when you can sort of see light bulbs going on above people's yeah. heads. <laughs> That's my favorite. <laughs> Yeah, and you know, they just sort of look up sideways up at the ceiling, and you know that they're going to go home and do something really cool. Um, yeah. So that's fun about that class. I like it.
0: That is so cool. Well, since then, now you, you, you left Michigan. You're in Seattle, as we talked about at the start. And now you're, you're doing something really cool. I want you to tell us about the what you're putting together.
1: Oh, um, it's called Knitting on the Lark with Laura Lee. And if you follow me on Facebook or my website, you will have learned about this. Um, I like events a lot. And this year felt like kind of a, a, not uh, how to say this carefully, I think a lot of people were just expressing stresses that they were feeling this year. And I thought, wouldn't it be nice to have a knitting event where you're in a location that soothes you and you're not scheduled wall-to-wall all day, and you have time to you know be in the woods and meet people um a couple of years ago i had visited this place called islandwood um on bainbridge island which is a ferry ride across the sound to um across the bay from seattle i love bainbridge i love it there is a coffee
0: shop right next to church church Yarns. yarns has the best yes. coffee i've ever had in my whole life so good
1: <laughs> so good <laughs> Oh, and they have a lot of great restaurants and things. It's just a great place to visit. And when, we, when I went there on this tour, this, this facility is a not-for-profit education facility. So during the week, they have graduate students there working with middle schoolers in a residential program, and they're learning environmental ed, and it's so cool. And then in order to help fund their whole system there, their campus, on weekends, They'll take groups like corporate events and weddings. And I toured it with my husband as something to do on a Sunday afternoon. They had an open day. And all I could do is picture knitters everywhere. And so we did an event there last year, and it went out just – it was fabulous, and people loved it there. And so this year I thought, let me do a smaller event and invite people and see what happens. So, um, yeah, that's happening in July. Registration is open. We are doing very well with participation, but we do have some room for some more people, if you like. Um, so, yeah, join us if you want to. Oh, can I tell you a couple of cool things that we are going to do? Please,
0: please do.
1: Okay, so we don't, it's not an event where we have a bunch of teachers teaching knitting. Uh, but we are going to take a class from the Islandwood Chef on sustainable cooking which means that your small group of people is going to spend some time in the kitchen garden and then cooking with Chef, which I think is so cool. Uh-huh. And then on Saturday, we have something very special. Uh, Tina Newton, remember I mentioned Tina a minute ago. Yes, how College. is she? She's doing really well, and she oh, loves good. to teach. And so I called her up a while back and said, would you consider coming to do some dyeing at Islandwood. So on Saturday, people are going to get to dye with Tina Newton. No way. Yeah, she's going to do natural, think of this combo, natural speckle style dyeing with plants.
0: Oh, my gosh. Okay, just, just so everybody knows who Tina Newton is, she's the owner of Blue Moon Fiber Arts uh yes. like she she's amazing she was the other half of the sock summit she's been on the podcast before. You can actually go back and listen to one of her episodes she did with me. um She is amazing she's absolutely amazing. oh my gosh to ride sure. yeah. with- yeah,
1: and- socks at rock yarn and Rock yes. and sock club thatsa.
0: Some of some of her yarn is behind me in the studio. If you're watching Facebook Live, like <laughs> I can pull it out and show you. um She's amazing. <laughs> um, that is so cool to learn how to do the natural speckle dye or speckle dye with natural yarn with Tina Newton. I mean, what a combo! That's almost that's almost as good as going to the East Coast and learning how to design with Deborah Newton. You know, like
1: that's <laughs> about that. That's that's pretty awesome. <laughs> No, I think we're lucky. It's, it's, if you get to go to these things, um, you, I pinch myself. I mean, I get to go because I'm either working or organizing or that kind of thing. But I just pinch myself to be around all that creativity. It's so much fun. Uh, so yeah. we're looking forward to that. And the rest of the time is pretty much, you know, unscheduled, hang out in the lodge. We're going to have a s'more party by the fire. Um, oh, we get to, oh, we get to walk in the woods with the doses. Um, the docents at Islandwood are going to give tours through the property not that you can't just go off and walk in the woods by yourself but um, then we learn a little bit more about nature too which is just I don't know it's right up my alley anyway (laughs) Uh, nature's okay (laughs) oh come on on. you live in Colorado tell me you go to the mountains every weekend right
0: right yes they are beautiful I will I will admit Colorado is absolutely stunning and when it comes to nature there's there's nothing like it and I mean it's amazing and I love picnics in the mountains um we used to do those you know what we should do that this summer we used to do those as a kid my grandma would always pack up big picnics and we'd go up to the mountains for the day and have a picnic in the mountains and it was fantastic I loved it I haven't done that in years I should do that with my kids yeah you need to do that um, back Yes, good I do. I do. But, I mean, you're so great because, uh, I mean, right there where you live, you live right next, next to the Olympic Peninsula, which is fantastic. It has all those different waterfalls you can go walk to. We did that when we were in Seattle last summer, and it was amazing. Um, oh, good so, for you.
1: Yeah.
0: I know. So the nature by you is pretty darn great, too.
1: It's one of the reasons we moved out here, just to have a new, uh, a new springboard, you know, to go out and see all these cool things.
0: That is so cool, that is so cool.
1: This is amazing that you're putting
0: together now the the what what i um let me kind of fall back on what I'm trying to say here. I know how hard it is to plan events. Uh, I've done a couple, and yeah I, I don't I mean I'm sure through planning events with your um your yarn shop and stuff has been. Uh, no pun intended. Eventful, but <laughs> but you know, what have you found putting this together? Um, you know, it, it, has it been exciting? What what what's something you've learned that you didn't expect? Hmm.
1: Um, well, I've I've really done quite a few already. So I um, the only things that are different is that as as the um, the holder of the purse strings. Say you know you have to spend a lot more time in spreadsheets than what mm-hmm. than one would think, right? So, yes. Um, spreadsheets are your friends, um, but little things like you know applying for the the license I need to do it and paying for the insurance for the event that the event requires I have and those kinds of things are probably not the things most knitters think about. Um, now the fun parts that people do see are you know what goes in the swag bag and. What little surprises can I have in the lodge for them and that kind of thing, and honestly, I really like thinking about all of those things uh there's not a part of it I hate doing
0: i i I love it I love the whole idea of just being i mean first off, I love that part of the country absolutely love it uh so much so John and I have talked about moving there after the so <laughs> the fact I, I and i'm I'm not even joking like it's for real no uh. So the fact that it's on Bainbridge Island, the fact that it's just, you know, a relaxation and being able, honestly, and I'm speaking as a friend, being able to sit and relax with you would be relaxing. Like you are very low key. You are very, you have a very relaxing and comfortable personality. Does does, it make sense? Like I have friends that, you know, when I think about going to a retreat, relaxing with them, I know point blank it's not going to be very relaxing. Like they're kind of. And I hate calling my friends high strung, but that's kind of what it feels like. You know, they're just there's just there's a lot of tension and anxiety and stuff there. But you have this this uh, this way about you that's very soothing, very relaxing, even as you are teaching and talking. Um, you know, or when we when we hang out in the room together, like I love hanging out with you. I love it. Oh,
1: that's so sweet. That's sweet. <laughs> I, uh, so I think. Well, go ahead. It's 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 funny. I hear that once in. A- once in a while, um, one person told me their voice was soothing and wanted me to record a message for them that they could listen. So I did that. And that was hilarious. Um, and some people say they put my crafty course on as, as a person would put on Bob Ross videos.
0: Are you serious? <laughs> oh, my gosh.
1: And, oh, that just makes me laugh so hard. Um, you know, it feels nice, but it's also a little funny, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think that's awesome. Nobody's telling me they want to put my voice on like Bob Ross. <laughs> Trust no. me. <laughs> no, and we all
1: hate the sound. We all hate the sound of our own voice, don't we? I think yeah. it
0: sounds irritating and scratchy, but
1: um, whatever. Yes, yes, I feel like mine
0: is higher pitched. Not like super high pitched, but higher pitched. And so I'm, I'm constantly trying to fiddle with the audio of. You know, the stuff that I mess with, trying to deepen my voice just a little bit. But, you know, it is what it is. I don't know. Uh, So, knitting on a lark with Laura Lee Beltman sounds like a true treat. It sounds like it's just going to be so much fun. Um, And you said you have a couple more spots left, yes?
1: We do. We We have have openings. openings And I think we have openings in doubles and triples. And we may have a quad, too. But the thing is that people register and they, may, they need to be uh, set up with a roommate. And the way that works is they either find their roommates ahead of time or they send me an email, and I start introducing them to other people. I play matchmaker, and uh, it works really well. People are completely comfortable to say, yes, I think this will work, or no, I think I want to try and we just work it out. Um, so how many times, I, I can't tell you how many times people have told me they came to an event by themselves, roomed with strangers and left with friends that they now plan trips together with. I mean, it's pretty cool. So I would (laughs) encourage people not to be afraid to sign up by themselves, not knowing people.
0: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Gosh, all Mm -hmm. I keep thinking is I'm looking at my calendar to see if I could go. (laughs) I so would love to go. Oh my gosh. I would love to go. Um,
1: It'd be lovely to have you and you could just relax. and I really could. be treated for once instead of being on you can just relax
0: oh my gosh I love it I love it
1: you should come hey I wanted to ask you how's your Charlotte sweater coming
0: oh my gosh
1: it is you want to
0: so um I'll show you on Facebook so I did it oh you you know this I showed you last night so I haven't restarted it yeah because I was just like, okay, I put it down and I'm trying to like think through what I want to do. So I still have where I left off last night. I absolutely love the idea of the pico around the neckline instead of any sort of a ribbed or or anything. So I think I wanna yeah, keep because
1: that. it's adorable. Yeah. Yeah. That's the yeah. cutest.
0: And so um I think I'm gonna restart it and do it bottom up uh and and do it that way. I don't think I will do it in pieces. Remember, I was saying I I thought about uh, doing it in pieces but I'm not sure yeah Um. I want to do that but I think mean, I have two two large swatches going on I have one where it's like half a sweater and I'm showing the Facebook live people <laughs> right now but it's like half the sweater yeah. Then here's the sleeve you know because that was my prototype yeah. I'm like okay I kind of like that but I didn't like how big my picos were like I did too many rows so then I was like okay I'll do this one and I started off and I I like the this motif that I have going on but I don't like how they're upside down That it bothers me. So yeah.
1: I'm gonna why gonna... Does, why does that bother us? I think it I think when you have color work it sticks out and we, it just appears upside down to us. I don't know what's yeah. wrong with us. We'll be yeah. fine.
0: I know, and so so for people who don't understand what we're talking about, uh, Princess Charlotte. There was a picture that the Duchess took of her daughter um, at her two year at her two year birthday, but you know to celebrate her two year birthday, and and the royal family released the image, and it, the uh, Princess Charlotte had a really cute sweater on. And so I jokingly said, you know, we should take bets on how long it takes for somebody to recreate this pattern. And then uh, somebody challenged me to do it. I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. And so I kind of jumped in. So all week long, my break time, which is highly comical because, you know, I don't get much break time. The fact that I'm spending my break time designing a sweater is (laughs) is funny. Um, And so, but it's, the pattern is actually written for the, I'm making a 4T size because that's the size of my niece. And so, Right. So I, but I made it top down. So I'm just trying to look at it just to tweak it so that I could go bottom up. Um, So that's, that's where I am. So I'm recreating the princess Charlotte sweater and my tech editor is so cute. She's like, we should do a Charlotte and George, like sweater set. So that way there's a sweater for, um, you know, that looks like Charlotte's sweater and maybe do one for George where it's like trucks or something. I don't know.
1: <laughs> I just thought it would be fun. Yeah. I don't get a play. Fun. Yeah. And don't you don't you love how you're you're so busy and you have really no time for anything? But something like this pops up and you think must do.
0: I must. Oh do. my gosh, it's like the I, that's exactly what it is. I mean, Laura, you know, Lauralee, you're a busy girl too, and I'm busy. And like, so, literally, something pops. Up. I have mounds of work sitting on my desk right here, and
1: <laughs> I have all of this. Like, I went and I grabbed
0: all of this. Um, lightweight baby hugs yarn in all these colors. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. I have a plan. I can do this. I can do this now. <laughs> so yeah. And my like, even my husband, even my husband came down last night before he went to bed, because you know, it's not very often I get to go to bed with my husband at the same time. And um he, he looks, he goes, What are you working on? And I'm like, Well, I'm making this sweater. I thought it'd be fun to design. And his first question was, Are you getting paid for that? <laughs> and no, this is my fun knitting, but I will put up a pattern. And I
1: uh, was like,
0: "Why are you doing that? I know you have videos to do, you have this and that and the other." I'm like, I told him, I said, "Believe it or not, this is relaxing. Like this is yeah. my brain is like in this in this kind of zen mode instead of just this I've got to finish, I got to finish, I got to finish mode." And so it feels good, but I like it. Yeah. You know, you you're would want to make
1: one. When... Yeah, you're doing it for you now, but then you'll share later. So that's yeah. Good.
0: Yeah, that's kind of how it feels. It feels really good. It feels, I don't know, it feels really good. Um, Lee, let's tell people where they can find you uh, if they are not able to attend the Knitting on a Lark retreat. Um, Like, where else are you online?
1: Um, I I have classes online at Craftsy and at Interweave. And then the next event I have coming up is Stitches Midwest in Chicago. Um, I should pull up my schedule. I know, I'm right? Make sure I know what we'll talk. Yeah, make sure we know. Um, but I have a website. I'm so easy to find online. Laura Lee Beltman. If you Google it, you'll find a website called lauraleebeltman.com, and that's where I keep all my stuff. So it's the schedule, it's the knitting on a lark, um, links to my videos, uh, cuts of lamb gear, and all of that stuff, including, and here I am, uh, my schedule upcoming knitting events so where am i going to be when (laughs) i will see you at midwest i'll see you at midwest well have um maybe maybe some of your listeners aren't aware that ann budd is doing retreats her knit for fun retreats have you heard about those or have you no have you talked to ann about
0: those ann's been on the show before but it was talking about her i think it was Sock, sock architecture book Um, but I
1: don't,
0: and she very well could have mentioned retreats, but that's not what stuck in my mind. So I don't remember that, but how cool, Anne Bud is amazing.
1: Anne Bud is amazing. And she's hilarious too. You know that she's, she's so talented and her books, she's local to me. Yeah. Her, her, her books are open a lot in my, in my land. I, I don't do a lot of sweater designing, but I do like to make sweaters for myself without publishing designs and without, um, you know, having that burden of writing a pattern. And I use her books a lot, but she's doing a retreat in Vancouver, Washington. In Vancouver, Washington, another chance to come out here, Marley. I love Vancouver,
0: Washington. I love Vancouver, Canada. Both, I mean, that oh, whole then,
1: area, the whole Pacific yeah. Northwest.
0: I love it. Love it. Yeah,
1: and that's, that's with Carson dummers and Ann Bud teaching, so that'll oh. be fun. Oh, um, even better. And it looks like I need to do a little updating on my website here because I have three events that I have details for that I haven't filled in yet. But, um, awesome. but yeah, there's there's stitches Texas is in there, and oh, a couple other events for the fall. So.
0: Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Well, awesome. I'm glad that people are able to find you and connect with you because, I mean, you're super talented and you're, you're just a great deal of fun and your voice is incredibly soothing. And for those of you listeners who have asked me about continental knitting, because you know that I'm a continental knitter, yes, on YouTube, I do don't necessarily, I mean, yes, there's a couple of quick videos on how to continental knit or continental purl, but if you want to learn the best way to continental knit or continental purl or continental knitting in general, Laura Lee Beltman is your girl, you guys. She has a class on craftsy, um, and she's simply amazing. You won't be disappointed. It's one of those things that, yes, you can check out stuff on YouTube, but then when you get a chance to take a crafty class with Laura Lee, I mean, she's just, she's amazing. So you definitely want to check that out. Um, I know that yesterday I was talking to a, a lady named Jessica who was asking me about knitting. And so that would be a great class. Jessica, if you're listening today, that'd be a great class
1: for you. <laughs> hey, may I say something as a little bit of a disclaimer and disagree with you just a little bit? Oh, sure. Um, yes. Yeah, you said it's, you know, the, the best way. I really, really don't, <clears throat> excuse me, I don't like that term because okay. in all reality, it's going to be the best way for some people, but not for everybody. You know, it's the best way for me to knit, and I love to share it. And if people can pick parts they like, and I, I just feel like sometimes people take the class and they don't give themselves permission to do something a little different that feels better for their body,
2: or maybe they
1: did. Maybe they pick something up from that five-minute YouTube clip, and that worked better for them in this instance. So um, it's more like I hope people patch together whatever works for them. Um, That said, I do love that classic class. I was able to get everything in there that I wanted to get in there, um, except maybe the cast-on's not in there. You have to do a link to learn cast-on. But I love that class. I love interacting with students there, um, and and it's a great value to me. I really love it. That's awesome. I love that.
0: Well, I apologize. I understand I understand exactly what you're saying.
1: Yeah, yeah, not the best at anything, but... I get you, I get you.
0: (laughs) So Tammy is asking me for an update on Sinkmates. Do you want to tell, first tell people what Sinkmates is?
1: Oh, sure. Um, Let's see, was it uh, 14? Um, Gosh, I even think I wrote that down. A a few years ago, I designed a humble dishcloth pattern. Um, And I did it because uh, I have a brother named Mark who passed away several years ago. I think we're going on six years now. And he was a Special Olympics athlete, and I use the term athlete loosely. My family would understand, um, but he liked the swimming events. And his birthday is in July. In July, I would send a small donation off to Special Olympics, just kind of in his memory, right? Uh And a few years ago, I thought, what if... I could harness the power of knitters to do something better. So I designed this dishcloth. It popped out of my head exactly as the pattern is. Should, I think this might be cute. And I uh, came off the needles and wrote the pattern, and bam, that was done in just a couple days. Um, knitters have bought the pattern. It's $2 for the pattern, and I have sent over $7,000 to Special Olympics so far. Wow. Wow. <laughs> That is so that's, cool. That's cool. That's something I couldn't do on my own, right? So that's just that's so gotta
0: cool. Be, that's got to be so exciting when you write that check out.
1: Oh, it's really fun. Well, it's actually just a an you know, electronic transaction.
2: <laughs> but <laughs> one day,
1: one day you know, every once in a while, um, like, it's been very nice. Some magazines have picked up on it and done a little blurb on it. And when that happens, the pattern will sell rapidly for a few days, Right. And yeah. I remember one day where there was two times in one day that I sent a $500 donation off that I want to kind of keep up, right? So I send in like chunks of 500 or 300 or something like that. And I sent two in one day, and I got a letter from them asking if I really meant to do that or not. <laughs>
0: oh, that's cute. Oh, that is awesome.
1: <laughs> that's fun.
0: Were you able to explain to them what you were doing? I wonder if it, if it means anything to them.
1: Yes, I I did. And they loved it. And they shared it in one of their um, internal email newsletters as well, which was sweet. Yes. That is so cool. That is so
0: cool. I have a a friend. She's a listener and I've had a chance to meet with her. Um, Her name is Kathy. She lives local to me. And her son is special needs and she's on Facebook right now. And she says she is going to have to go and by that pattern to support her son, who is special needs, who is an adorable, adorable kid. Like he is so awesome. <laughs> I, I just he was at the Michaels event with me that I did in January and I had him help me pick the winning um like the winner of the grand prize and he was just so oh, bashful and oh he was just adorable just I mean just, I just uh, just so much fun how old is he? um how old is he about you know what I don't I would guess he's like twenty I would guess he's twenty twenty one oh, it'd be my you know what I mean yeah. he's just yeah. fantastic he's just a fantastic human being um my aunt my great aunt. Uh, cause she was my, my grandpa's sister was, um, Oh, he's 31. I'm sorry. Kathy says he's 31. Um, wow. and, uh, but he's just awesome. So my great aunt, uh, was special needs. I have no idea uh, what the terminology would be of what was she was officially diagnosed sure. with. I don't remember. She was just aunt Karen growing up. She was aunt Karen and aunt Karen could color like nobody's business. She was mm-hmm. the best. Purse, like, I've never seen anybody color the way she did. It was always shaded and outlined. I mean, it was simply gorgeous. And what kills me now, Laura Lee, you'll appreciate this. I remember going to my great grandmother's house where Aunt Karen still lived. And um, there was always a floor loom. She had a room that had a huge floor loom. Okay. And there was always something cool. working on it. Well, yeah. as a kid, I always like, oh, that is really cool. You don't touch that, that's Aunt Karen. you know what I mean? Well, now mm-hmm. in the position I am, and I realize what that was and how much money it was and what she was doing, do you know how, I mean, I so wish I could go back to my younger me and say, you should try and learn that from Aunt Karen, you know, because she would have been excellent. Yeah. She was amazing. Um, But, and nobody in my family did it. Aunt Karen did it. I think my great grandma probably did, but Like when, when they had the estate sale, they just, they sold off the loom. I don't even know if they sold it. They might've given it away for all I know. I mean, I'm just like, now my heart breaks about it, but I'm just, I mean, but I think back to the, the different people in my life who are, um, talented in the arts like this. And, you know, there's so much rich history, uh, in my background and Karen was amazing. She was amazing.
1: Do you have some of her work, either her drawings or... I have nothing. Uh, I have nothing. I know. I I, have a bunch of my brother's drawings, and I just love them. He drew all the time, too. Uh, Usually with pens... he had he had an inventory of paper and didn't like it when people would take his paper. So when he would get a new pack of paper, he would make a little tiny cross on the bottom of every single piece of paper to claim oh. it as his. Oh, that is
0: awesome. Yeah, whenever we went to Aunt Karen's house we always brought her the big box of crayons, you know, like the 64 pack. And then when they got the more and more, we always brought her the big thing of crayons.
1: You know what? I'm uh-huh. going to ask
0: my grandma if she has any of her old, her old colorings. Um, I do have a quilt. You
1: should frame some, you should frame some yeah. coloring and hang it in your I house.
0: should. Yeah. I totally should. Cause I have my, so that's on my dad's side, on my mom's side of the family. Uh, that's where I learned to crochet. And I have my grandmother's, um, granny square it's like it's an extra granny square she made for the blanket she made me when I was like eight years old and I'm going to cry if I think too much about it but when my grandma gave me her stash because she couldn't crochet anymore I went through it and I found two granny squares that were extra granny squares for my blanket and so I mean for years you know they're just in the stash for years so I have it framed on my on my shelf oh isn't
1: that great yeah it's, yeah, that's uh, what
0: you want. Yeah, it's those memories. So, anyways, uh, how did how did I get on that? Oh, sync base. I'm like, how did I? To- I felt like it just took a huge tangent. <laughs> <in>. Sorry. See, <laughs> um, it's, see, it's because we start talking about people. Yeah.
1: It's Circle, it's, right? Maybe it's yeah. about people. Yeah. It totally like, is. I love
0: that, yeah. and I love the idea of everything that you're doing. I think your retreat will be a hit.
1: I hope so. We're, we're all of us who are coming are very excited already. We're gonna have a good time.
0: That's awesome. Well, Laura Lee, it's the time of the show that we give away a prize, and Tammy has told me you have a couple of prizes to give away, one to a comment listener and one to a, uh, what did I just say? One to a podcast live listener and one to a commenter. Okay. Um, do you want to okay. tell them what it is?
1: Um, I'm not sure which one you want to do first, but there are two different prizes. One one is a project sack with that Know Your Cups of Lamb, which is a uh, shop uh, little stick that uh, printed with the familiar Your Cuts of Lamb logo, um, and the other is the reader's choice of three patterns from my Ravelry store. Perfect.
0: So um, let's do this. We will just have people call in live now, and the live listener will get to pick which one she, she or he wants. And then heal, the pe- and then the opposite will just go to the commenter, so that we'll make it really easy. So if you are okay. listening live, the guest call-in number is 347-539-5589. That's three four seven five three nine. Five five eight nine. do yourself a favor and just put that in your phone and put it on speed dial. What I need you to do now is if you're listening live, give us a call. And when you call in, you'll be placed on a switchboard. The switchboard is just, it's in my blog talk radio uh, studio screen. And all I see are a bunch of phone numbers. I don't see names. I don't see anything else. I just see phone numbers. So I'm going to let the switchboard start gathering people right there. And while you're getting up the nerve to call in, don't worry. We don't buy, I promise. There is another chance for you to win as well. If this is the first time you've ever listened to the Yarn Thing podcast, welcome. We are glad you're here. We are blessed on every show. We have guests that come on that offer prizes, usually one to somebody who leaves a comment and one to somebody who calls in live to the show. Now, what do you mean, leaves a comment, Marley? Well, this is what I mean. After the podcast today, Tammy, my social medusa, puts up the show notes. Now, Tammy is on, on the ball today. The show notes are already up over at marleybird.com, so you can go there, and if you click on the drop-down menu for the blog, you'll see where it says uh, podcast show notes. Click on that, and you'll find where all of the show notes are collected. And so you just look for the podcast um, for today's podcast, and in there, you'll see a brief synopsis of things we talked about, including links to the retreat, some images, and all that good stuff. And at the bottom of the post, there is a area for you to leave a reply or leave a comment. You will click on that, and you literally will leave us a comment that includes a keyword that Laura Lee will give us here in just a minute. Now, once you leave that comment on those show notes, that enters you for your chance to win whatever prize the call-in listener doesn't end up wanting. Okay, so it will be the opposite of or whatever, whichever one is remaining, that's the one you'll win. And we usually choose a winner about two to three weeks after the original air date of the podcast. And the reason we choose it two to three weeks after the original air date is because we want to make sure you have a chance to go back and listen to shows because we know life gets busy and you can't always go and listen to the shows when they're live on Tuesdays or Thursdays. And you might binge listen over the weekend or on your commute to to school or to work. So we want to make sure that you have a chance to listen and have a chance to comment. Now regarding the comments, once again, you must leave your comment with the keyword on the show notes for the show over at marleybird.com. We love your comments on Facebook, on Twitter, on Ravelry, all of those places, but in order for you to be entered to win, your comment must be entered on that blog post because that's where Tammy goes to um, search through or not search through to randomly select a winner, okay? So let's get Tammy on the line here. I'm going to bring Tammy on. Tammy, are you there?
2: I am. How are you? I'm fine. Happy uh, May the 4th day. <laughs> Happy May
0: the 4th. May the 4th be with you. <laughs> yeah.
2: And as with
1: you. <laughs> as with you. <laughs> you guys are so fun.
2: <laughs> so Tammy, for a giggle with knitting. Anything for a
0: giggle. All right, so I'm going to mute myself, Tammy, and you take it away.
2: All right. Hi, Lorley. How you doing, Tammy? I love how cool this retreat sounds. I know it'll fill up because everybody's gonna be desirous of the relaxation and and the opportunity pro- to, to hang with you.
1: Well thank you. You're so close, you could just kinda of drive on over, Tammy. <laughs> yeah, I,
2: I, I could uh I could lurk in the woods and watch you. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's not go there. Um, what we're you and I are going to do is we're going to go back to when Carson Demers was on and he was talking about his new book that's coming out. I got to see it at Stitches. He had it with him um, about knitting yeah, comfortably.
1: I, yeah, mine's on
2: order. I can't wait to get it. Oh, I think that's going to be such a wonderful resource for us to be able to can, keep knitting forever and ever. Um, one, What's really cool th- today is that the random number generator chose the very last comment on the show notes, which never oh, wow. happened. So um, Amy's comment was, I I think to, I try to do to prevent repetitive injuries from knitting is changing between continental style and English style knitting. I also thought in some crochet, throw in some crochet to change up the motion of my hands and wrists. That's all smart. Yeah, I do that. Yeah. I, I know that I try to I try to change what projects I'm working because I think sometimes the different size needles and you know how intense a project is can be you can relax and go with something simple. Yeah. Um, did Did you have a comment or a phrase that you want uh, a word or phrase that you want people to use in your comments to to um, to qualify to be uh, the knitters the winner? So I'm going to make
1: it hard for people to form a sentence, but since we're from the northwest here how about banana slug oh <laughs> what i love it i banana slug uh, banana slug slug, a banana <laughs> slug.
0: slug? i got to look that up banana slug, slug. like
1: it, it's a something
2: it, oh it's a something. slug that's really big oh
1: yeah. it's something it's something you find when you're walking in woods
0: Yuck! And there are people who have knit like hats, looking like it.
1: Yuck! Yes. Oh, it's nasty! Yes. Oh them. my gosh, they're huge. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> and they're not fast, so it's not like they're not. They don't fall out of the trees and land on you or anything. You just encounter them, and they're they're cool.
0: You encounter you encounter them, and I'm like,
1: yeah, check it out, slug. <laughs> <laughs> nasty.
0: Oh, okay. So, so with apologies apologies to your listeners, they're going to have. They're coming. Oh,
1: my
0: gosh. Oh, my gosh. I can't unsee that. Oh, my gosh. Nasty. All right. Well, thank you, Tammy.
2: (laughs) Talk to you soon.
0: Okay. Oh, gross banana slug. All right. So your keyword, everybody is banana slug. Make sure you leave your comments on the show notes. Once again, I love your comments on Facebook. I love them on Ravelry on Twitter. I love them on the live broadcast on Facebook live, but to be entered for a chance to win, you must leave the keyword banana slug. (laughs) Yuck. On the show notes, okay, Um, which are available at MarleyBird.com. Nasty, nasty, nasty. Okay, so I'm going over to the switchboard. You have 39 callers, Laura Lee. That's quite a few. I'm sure there's a lot of – that's a lot of callers. It's a lot of people who want your stuff. Cool. So what I will do, I am scrolling up and down. You tell me when to stop wherever my mouse lands. That will be the lucky winner.
1: Okay you're, okay, you're scrolling, scrolling and scrolling. you're going to stop. Hands up.
0: That is 614. 614. Hello, 614578. Are you there? You won. I'm talking to you. Hello, hello. 61454 Mom 614. On, six, Are you 614? I think it's you. Talk again.
1: Hello? Oh sorry, I had I had myself on mute because I'm working. <laughs> that is hilarious.
0: Well, hi, self on mute. What is your name? Um, my name's Peggy. Hi, Peggy. How are you? Hi Peggy. Just fine. Thank you. <laughs> Where are you calling us from, Peggy? Uh Tucson, Arizona, actually. Oh cool. That's good weather down there. That's good stuff. So, Peggy, uh, congratulations. You are the lucky winner, and you get to choose which prize you want. Um, if you want my opinion, the T-shirt is fantastic. But, um, oh, Lauralee, go a, ahead it's and tell it's her.
1: A sack. It's what? A pro- it's, a, it's the cuts of lamb on a project sack. Oh,
0: it's a, my bag. Okay? The project bag. Even still, yes. it's awesome. Yeah, I, the project bag. I need new project bags. That's That's okay. a good choice.
1: That's great, and um, it's so cute. and Marley, you'll hook me up. You'll hook me up with her, right? So that we can talk, yes. and I can get it to her.
0: Okay. Yes. So what will happen here, Peggy? Is first, congratulations. Thank you for listening to the podcast, even at work. Um, <laughs> what I need you to do is email me with your mailing address and phone number, and make sure in the subject line you let me know what podcast you won on. So make sure you put Laura Lee Beltman's podcast, and you'll email that to winner at yarnthingpodcast.com winner at yarnthingpodcast.com really simple okay all right cool congratulations peggy did you have fun today i did i did good awesome all right peggy you go have a good day thanks peggy. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. very cool that's so funny she's like oh, i was on mute um Laura Lee, it's always a delight to have you on the podcast and I love just hanging out and just just chilling with you. Um it's just it's just a good time. So, in all honesty, because July 6th through the 9th is a time frame that I don't have a lot of things going on, it might be possible that I can go. So I want to talk to John. I'm going to I want to see if I can make this work.
1: You know, if you if you want to um, ditch the kids and leave them home but take John with you. This is one of those rare events where you actually can't and take a significant other. Now, he would still have to pay, but you could enjoy each other, and he could take a cooking class, and he could even die on and have extra for you.
0: Yeah. Oh, I will. I will swing that by him because he. I mean, like I said, we love that area. So he might. It might actually work. He might actually want to do it. So it would be fun. It would be fun. So, um, fantastic. Thank you for uh, talking with us today, Marley. It's always a delight. I wish you the best of luck with everything, and I can't wait till I get to see you, whether it's at that, this retreat or Stitches Midwest.
1: Well, thank you, and thank you so much, Marley, for all that you do for this craft. Uh-huh. Um, you me. are a wonderful, positive force for all of us. So thank you.
0: Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for th- saying so. All right, hon, I'll talk to you later. Okay, total All right, bye-bye. Oh, my gosh, everybody. That's Laura Lee Beltman. She is fantastic. And her retreat is called Knitting on a Lark. And you can find all the information in the show notes. They are already up over at MarleyBird.com. Um, as I said, I feel like there should be a drinky game every time I say MarleyBird.com. But that's where you have to go. And the keyword was banana slug. And I do not encourage you to Google that. Don't do it. It's gross. Oh, it's so gross. Um, Yeah, banana slug. Nasty. I got to show my
2: kids.
0: (laughs) Oh, gosh. Uh, I'm so glad I've never encountered one of those. All right, so let's hit our exit music. Love this music. And I know I say that every time, but I do. It just, it does make me happy. Thank you. Thanks again, Laura Lee, for joining us on the podcast. Thank you, Tammy, for all of the help with the show notes and everything that you do and getting together the wonderful guests. And thank you to our sponsors, Red Heart Yarns, where I'm the proud national spokesperson. Stitches.Events, Craftsy.com, Erin Lane Bags; Creative Bug, and Buffalo Wool Company. I'll talk to you guys again soon.
1: Bye.